0: Wow, what a a difference. difference. The The Talkbuster Podcast. Hi, I'm Chris Chipman. You may remember me from such podcasts as the Chipman Brothers Tangent and Creating Geeks, a parenting podcast of great responsibility. I'm here to bring you back to the late 90s, early 2000s, a time of am-rays and clamshells, a time of late fees and VHS tapes being replaced by DVDs, a time of stale gumballs and overpriced candy. Yes, that's right. I am talking about the time of Blockbuster Video, the Walmart of the video rental industry, the mom and pop video store killer, the corporate big choice video store that everybody loved to hate. Blockbuster is mostly gone now, aside from Alaska for some reason due to lack of fast internet and parody Twitter accounts. By the way, The Last Lonely Blockbuster is amazing and you should be following them. Kids today will never know the crazy Friday and Saturday nights with lines wrapped around the store to rent the next big movie. No more will regulars, who are in the know, arrive at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays to snatch up the new rentals that week before the weekend rush. Most of all, no longer will young movie geeks like myself have the memories I, and many others like me, made while working there. You see, under all of the corporate evil and bad practices, Blockbuster was a home, a comfort. A place where I made lifelong friends and even met my wife. It is because of these memories that I, and I'm sure many of you, have, that the Talkbuster podcast was created. A place for me and others to share our memories of what once was. Of the before time. Of the long, long ago. I'm looking forward to see where this goes, how it evolves. Join me, won't you? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Talkbuster podcast. This is episode three. Um, again, as always, I'm Chris Chipman, and tonight I'm here with a really good friend of mine, Steve, who I used to work with back in the Salem blockbuster, and did we work at any other ones together? Were you ever in Woburn?
1: Uh, yeah, but after... Uh, but you weren't there yeah. at the same time, so Actually, just... Actually, no, I think, I think maybe, maybe for a little bit you were there. No, you weren't.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I yeah. don't think so. No, you okay. Just talk into that. Okay, oh, cool. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, um... As I've done on this podcast before, I'm interviewing someone that I used to work with there or somebody that has something to do with the video rental industry or Blockbuster in general. And um, I'll let Steve start off on uh, kind of talking about his history with the company, kind of when you started, uh, yeah. where, you, where you started and all that.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, I started at Blockbuster. I think it was, I mean, I'm I'm really bad with dates, but I think it was sometime in the 2000s. <laughs> no, it was, it was definitely in the year 2000. I know that. Uh but the um, month and day escape me. I don't know if you need that at all. No. Okay.
0: This is not a job application. Oh, okay. Because I, was, if, I brought my
1: CV if you needed to look at it.
0: But. Can we do a Corey check? Scene? Yeah, definitely. If, if, you if, you if, need it on if, me. If,
1: if I grab you and you cough. I might not cough. I'm going to surprise you. Uh, anyway. Yeah, is that how Corey checks work? I think so. I'm a little foggy on the whole Corey check thing.
0: Um, But yeah, so there will be no psychological evaluation like Blockbusters. Remember when we, uh, speaking of that, remember when when we applied as Jesus Christ and he got
1: hired? Yes, I do actually remember that. that. That automated test thing was the weirdest thing. I remember, well, I'll get into that. So I started in 2000 at the Blockbuster in Salem, Mass. On three traders' way. That's right. Uh, it's no longer there, thank God. Um, but um, it's like I a started... liberty tax and a Wandy's and yeah, a people's they, bank. They cut that whole thing <laughs> up. Uh, so I started as a customer service rep, uh, just working part time because I had told the manager at the time that I had to work, uh, you know, in tandem with going to college classes. Uh, and for whatever reason, she missed that part of the conversation and she would put me on at all hours of the day. And so I would oftentimes skip class to work because I don't know, I guess I just couldn't ever find the time or energy to be like, Hey, remember when I said I have college, (laughs) uh, but it worked out, I think. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I worked in the Salem store for a long time. It seems like, but probably was only about what four or five years.
0: Yeah, because I left the Salem store to go to Woburn in two thousand three or four, and yeah. you were there another couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Everything
1: yeah. like it seems like a lot longer time when you look back on it, but really, it it really wasn't, and things moved fast. Uh, so, because I started out as a customer service rep, like I was saying, part-time, uh, and then one of the, there was a, there was this, I forget her name, uh, she worked for the Swamp Scott Blockbuster, she was a, a manager there, <clears throat> and one day she just happened to casually mention she was filling in at our store for, I think one of the managers, maybe Jeff or whoever was, was sick or had quit or whatever it was, and she was filling in, you know, while we got someone new, and... She was impressed with the way that I worked, I guess, and she was like, you know you should you should really think about becoming a manager and I'm like, I think I may have only been there a year at this point. It and had to have been yeah, because you were a manager
0: by the time I got there, yeah, and that was late two thousand early two thousand
1: one yeah, so and uh so I was like, I had never even thought about it, and I was just like, sure, okay, what do I do?" And she's like, well, leave a note for your uh for your store manager and I'm like, all right, so Left a note that was like... Karen, that was her name. Karen, yep. I was like, Karen. Karen was awesome. Yeah, she was cool. I was like, Karen, uh, I'm interested in becoming a manager. Thanks. <laughs> Something like that. And I ca- I came in it's the next new day. Games. <laughs> Yeah. I came in the next day and she's like... She's holding up the note. She's like, is this for real? And I was like, oh, I guess, you know, this is this is where she tells me that I'm nuts and this will never happen. And I was like yes. And so she's like, okay, great. Here's some books that you have to read. And there's uh, questions <laughs> at the end that books. you have to answer. And then, you know, we'll go from there. So she handed me these like this big stack of books, like workbooks, like you would get in school, like when you were, in they were intense. They they kind of were actually like, uh, I really don't remember the material in them, because I think I did it over the course of, an afternoon at home, there was like, I think there was like a good five or six of these books and I did them all. There were more than five or six. There, there might it, have been. It was like
0: a two and a half to three inch thick box yeah. worth. Yeah. It of could like little been. like, what, eight, six by ten or there were, there were small like
1: little like leaflet Type thing. I think when I did yeah. it, they were a bit bigger, yeah. like the size of them, but yeah, it's something like that.
0: I remember doing them in my dorm room. Yeah, my... <laughs> and, and I
1: was just like, well, I want to do this as quickly as possible because, you know, at that point, I knew that college wasn't going to work out for me. Uh, I was going to school for computer programming, and I was attending a two-year college, yeah, two-year college, and at that point, I was a year in, and I hadn't taken one computer course and I was like, I, I don't know what was wrong with me. I'm not sure why I didn't go to someone and say, hey, I think I'm signed up for the wrong courses. But I was just, I'm a very laid-back person. I take things as they are. Yes, which he is. Sometimes to you know, my you know detriment or whatever. Um, and so I just was like, okay, I'll take your English course and your business math. And then I'm just not coming back. So at that point... Um, this whole manager thing had come up, and I was like, sure, I'm going to do it, pass in my books. And I did it as fast as possible because I was like, well, I know I'm going to get a raise for doing this. And, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't even remember what I was making at the time, but I'm sure it was a good $2 raise at the very least. It is, I would yeah. The, the manager like bump that. was a $2 raise. Yeah. At least. At least, I would think. And um, so, yeah, so I did that. And... And this was 2000 so I think both were less than $10. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you, you don't get rich working at Blockbuster. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of how I became a manager. And then they uh, don't really... Uh, yeah, don't shortly after that, I showed up. Yeah, right? shortly after that, you showed up. And um, I had taken over Jeremy's... Shifts at one point, right? Yeah, had went, had
0: Jeremy been Jeremy had been fired at that point, right? For the first time. For the, for the first time, <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to talk about that with Jeremy. I yeah. think it was three times he was uh, actually fired and if, went back I into the company. I know of at least two times. They, they were bullshit reasons. Both oh yeah, they, both were. Times. So they that, were. That's why he ended up getting hired back, but yeah. th- those are for... <laughs> No, that's for him. That's his... his podcast. His, that's for his but Yeah. So, story. so by the time I got there, Steve yeah. was the assistant store manager. I was, right? yep. And Paul was also an assistant store manager because at the time there were yes. no shift leaders. Was yeah, just, that was something that came. It was after. store managers and assistant store managers. So yep. anyone that was a manager had to be an ASM. Mm-hmm. So Paul was the closing store manager on the weekends, and you were like the jumped around to a bunch assistant. Yeah, you you, you kind of did more than just closing shifts, whereas Paul was only closing shifts. Yeah,
1: I would do closes, opens, mids, yeah. whatever they needed. And we
0: had one other manager. Um, that was Manager X from the last podcast. Yeah, and um, we had Scott who yep. was the store manager who will and. Then we had Jeremy ended up coming back to to name a few and Casey
1: yeah.
0: um and a few other people. We had a core group for a good two or three years, the same yeah. almost core group of people. Yeah. And that's why it seems like it was such a longer time because we we lived our lives there. I mean you you got off of work, you'd go home, eat, you'd come back We'd all go out to the movies after yep, work. Yep. We'd all go out to Denny's after work. It was you know, people would be in the back room playing PlayStation. Yeah. You know? It <laughs> was it watching was crazy. movies on the
1: direct TV. It was more like just a group hangout than more but, so that than it was. But work. the store ran well. Oh yeah, yeah. That, no, that was the crazy I mean, thing. You know, we weren't we ran that store. I mean, i w I'm not The way the company wanted it to be done. The way the company wanted it to be done. And I mean, we had a, a great time doing it. To be honest, uh, it's one of it's one of the only jobs that I think I actively miss. Yeah, me too. Um, That's and, why and, I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> I guess. Hey, really, we're doing a podcast right now. Oh, oh no, sorry, the microphone's not on. Oh, oh, we should probably start over. Oh, why? Right. What do you mean <laughs> that doesn't work? Anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so um, actively miss actively miss it. Um, from from there too, I, I mean, I, I worked all over the place. Uh, I worked in the let's see, I worked in the Salem store for a few years. Uh, which the best times. The best times. That was that was the that's the time I'm talking about that I missed. The rest of it, mm, it was okay, but they, not so
0: much. The company did this thing, and I think I talked about this in a little bit in the podcast with Paul. The company did this thing where if the store was running well, you must be doing something wrong. Like something must be yeah. being covered, and that's probably true for most stores because you get a lot of people. This is their first job, or right. they end up being a manager, and it's an abuse of power, and they yeah. and, and this and that. But with us, you know, we really actually liked it. We liked the yep. product. We liked the customers for the most part, the regulars anyway, the there regulars. Were people we liked. Yeah. We liked being able to tell people about stuff. And we liked renting and seeing movies. I mean, we, we went to movies on our off time. That's yeah. what we did. Yeah. So um, you know, this is what we did and this is what we still do. So uh they eventually split us all up. They moved our store manager to another troubled store so he yeah. could fix it. And they kind of took us and moved us around and sent the manager from that store over, who I'll call manager XX, because we won't want to mention his name either. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it turned out that him and his assistant store manager were kind of shady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, he was. and, um,.
1: So well, that was that was bad. So that I I so they split most of them up. I stuck around in the Salem. store. So did I, but Scott traded me for his assistant yes. store manager. Yes. Well, so so what ended up happening was the the district manager at the time uh, decided to move me to the Gloucester store. Yep. And oh, the boonies was, store. Yeah. Oh, no, and that was a uh, that was to cover for. The store manager there was uh, she was pregnant and she was yep. about to go out on maternity leave, so they needed somebody to kind of, you know, take the reins for a little bit, and they knew that I had had some kind of interest in becoming a store manager, so they figured, you know, let's let's get him up there. He can learn what uh, whatever he can from the manager there at the time. She'll go out on maternity leave, and you know, he'll run the store for however many months, and if she comes back, then we'll figure out what to do with him, but. um... That, that was the first time I quit Blockbuster because after, so I don't know how long I was there for before she actually went on maternity leave, but it was only, it was a short period of time, maybe a matter of three or four months. Um, So I had learned what I could, could from her. Might've even been shorter than that, to be honest. And, uh, you know, we had, they threw me into this store that was a high theft store. Oh,
0: Gloucester was brutal.
1: It was one of the... If you could picture... Okay, for the people listening at home, take a look at the biggest closet you have in your house and imagine that's that's the Blockbuster video that I worked in. Yeah, it was was probably like 600 square feet, if that. It was tiny. And it had these high shelves that were... Organized in a way that it, you couldn't see past them. They didn't that that store was never set up. Uber right. did the same thing, right? Yeah. They turned them.
0: They, think about if, if you're working in a uh, the the customer service pit, yeah, and you look out, you should be able to see down the aisles, right? And instead, they turned them perpendicular,
1: so people could just and, fill trash bags in the aisles and then right. walk out the door with them. And and these and these. These shelves must have been... Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a short person. No, they were taller
0: than six feet. They were, they were taller than six feet. So you feet.
1: couldn't even see over them. Like, you had no idea if someone was in that aisle. If not,
0: they were at least six feet.
1: Right. And the store was disorganized like you wouldn't believe, too. I mean, it was just a wreck. And we would... On Saturday nights, we would constantly have a line wrapping around the tiny new release wall... Uh, and like there was no place to move, it was it was a terrible situation. And so they, and,
0: and real quick that's sure. a that that's a thing to remind you folks that are listening to this that have never been to a blockbuster or didn't exist in the world when this was huge. That was a real thing. Like it, oh, it wasn't does. just oh you go to a red box and there's two people waiting at it to get a movie. You go to Amazon Prime and click. People would flock. I'm talking from. 7pm to 11pm constant lines and we'd have 250 copies of a movie and it'd be gone
1: yeah gone and then people would be bullshit the next 250 people who would be like well what are you gonna do for me I I came here this was like my whole evening was planned around renting this was planned around renting yeah fucking Um, um, Transformers or uh,
0: Transmorphers Transmorphers (laughs) or uh, whatever we got a shitload of after a while we weren't even getting the big movies near the end of the company it was just like you have eight hundred thousand copies
1: of Left Behind. Remember when we got like two copies of American Beauty, and people were and bullshit. Like, and it won well, the Oscar. It won the Oscar. We were even bullshit about that. But uh, but anyway, back to the Gloucester story. So they they had set me up in this store, and. You have to do inventory. I know you talked about this before. so That's I okay. Inventory is hilarious. It, I won't go into the gory details, but basically well, my first dot inventory. matrix
0: Unix system.
1: And they, they didn't give me the hours to do it either. So it was me and one other person doing inventory. Which, all right, to be fair, it's a small store, so like I can maybe see that.
0: And if you do it on a Saturday night, you're only scanning like five things anyway. Right. But. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and the candy. You better believe I, I scheduled it on a Saturday night. And the night. fucking candy. Oh, <sighs> Whose bright idea was it to even try to scan the
1: candy? Nice. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that inventory did not go well. I mean, we were missing a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't remember numbers, obviously. This is going back a long time. And uh, so... It was like the, doing
0: inventory at the Lynn store. Yeah,
1: and so I knew, like, after I saw those numbers, I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. But I figured, but I'm safe because... This was my first inventory in this store. Like you had no precedent, right? I had this. Uh, this isn't my responsibility. I'm just doing the the inventory, and now let me have a chance to see what I can do to fix this, right? Well, they saw it differently. Um, basically, they were setting me up to be fired. I f- I feel I don't know why either. Like. I mean, I showed up to every shift that I ever worked and, you know, did my job. I think I did it fairly well, but I don't know. They just, for whatever reason, the loss prevention manager came in and was just like, you know, we're going to have to, uh, you know, a serious uh, investigation into you and your employees because they thought we were all stealing, I guess. But, yeah. And, like, what's what's funny about it, too, is when I got there, the store manager had told me, how much theft there was in the store, not internally, but like just, you know, customers stealing or people coming, not probably not customers, but people coming in and and stealing movies. And I'm not sure why that wasn't, you know, that didn't set any kind of precedence. It was just, no, this is you and your employees. And and we're going to, you know, look at all the security tapes and we're going to investigate you. And I was going through a weird time in my life there. And I did something that I regret. Um, although at the time it felt really good because the district manager was such a jerk. Now, this is a different district manager than the one who had, you know, quote-unquote promoted me. Um, I won't go into that story, but uh, this guy was kind of a... I hated can I say him. douche? I hated him. You can say um, douche. Yeah. I don't even remember his name. No, and I, we won't even say it if we could remember it, but I yeah. hated him. Um, hated, hated, hated. And so, so I called him up one day... Uh, and I was just like, you know what? Because um, he, he had called me for whatever reason. Sorry. So he had called me. And, and so he, uh, basically, I was just like, look, I'm not coming back to work ever. Uh, you can have your, your shitty store. You can have your keys. I'm done with this company. I'm sorry I'm not giving you two weeks. To be fair, I probably should have given you two weeks, three weeks ago when I started feeling this way. Uh, but I'm I'm done with Blockbuster. I'm not coming back. And uh, you know he went off on on a you know tangent about how oh in my you know 25 years of retail I've never seen anybody do anything like this. And I was just like there's a first time for everything, bub. And I hung up the phone on him. And good for uh, you. And yeah, good for me. But you know what. I- I regret doing it now because I don't feel like you should ever leave a job that way. I, I feel the same way, but I remember him. He kind yeah. of deserved that yeah <laughs> and uh so that was kind of my that was my first stint there Blockbuster had a couple other jobs uh in between and then uh, at some point I ended up at the Blockbuster in Swampscott. weren't you working in there in Florida I, too? Well, that came after. So oh, so I you Swampscott in Florida, then you came back
0: and went to Woburn? Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: so I I got rehired at Swampscott, and this was this is going back to I was I was started to talk about these cool. these tests that that you would have to take because when I first when I first got hired, it was just a simple job application. You know, you write down your phone number, a couple uh, you know references or whatever.
0: Me too. And when I when I had to get rehired at Swampscott,
1: yeah when I went to school and decided to come back yep. I never passed the test you will Michelle actually took it for me so so, so I could get hired <laughs> so that's the funny thing cuz so at the time I know that you I, I don't know where your listeners are generally from but in this area we have a, a grocery store called Stop and Shop uh, Stop and Shop and that's where I was working at the time and for whatever reason, I, I don't even... Oh, you know what? she I had stopped off at the Swampscot store just to kind of visit and say hi or whatever. And she was like, she was desperately looking for people and wanted me to come back. And I'm like, well, I'm happy to stop and shop. Um, and so she had convinced me through whatever means she had to, to come back. And I was like, all right, that's cool. So I had to take this test. So I sit down at the computer and this is a long test. I it's mean, like a half an hour most, psychological I think, evaluation. I think most people are probably even familiar with this process because most retail stores use this kind of they, thing. Target, Target Walmart, does. they all use it. But like back then, this was kind of a new thing. And so you sat down at this little like, it wasn't even a computer. It was like a phone, if yeah. I remember right. It was a phone with like a little... After a while it was because it used to be a set up computer near the front
0: of the store. Right. Right. With, with like, just a little, like, tablet-type thing. Like, with a little little kiosk. But then they got rid of that. They they brought it out from behind the desk and just handed it to you. Right.
1: Like, after a while. And so... uh, It's like a little Palm Pilot. (laughs) So the first time I took it, I failed. And if you fail the test, the the system will kick you out, and you can't apply, I think, for another 30 days. (laughs) Uh, She, um... The next time I went, she basically sat down and took the... I did it, but Same she took thing. the test. She was like, "Answer it this way. Answer this question. It's B, A, whatever."
0: It's the funniest thing too, because if you answer it trying to be like what you think a normal person, yeah, would that's answer, the thing. You fail. That's you, the thing. Yeah. It needs this, on. It needs like crazy person honesty. Yeah, it's like, weird. would you ever kill a person? I think is literally on there. And if
1: you go maybe, they'd
0: rather have maybe than no. Yeah, it's like it weird. doesn't make any sense. Like, well,
1: but what if someone was stealing all our movies? Would you kill a man then? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you're hired. You're hired. Oh, right. Sum- Sumner Redstone will come to your house personally <laughs> yeah.
0: and yeah, give yeah. you a chocolate box. <laughs> <laughs> probably that look like Jesus because fuck
1: that guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and so I worked for Scott for I don't know. I actually, actually I don't know how long I worked there. A couple years maybe, or maybe it was less than that too. It, My it was memory probably is probably so still volly. less than that. I don't. know yeah. re- All I because you
0: went to Florida when in 2006. I think so. And you were in Florida for
1: a year? Uh, nine months. Nine months? Yeah, only nine, only it nine months. It seems like you were in Florida for like ten it, years. It does, but we did not make it in Florida. That that place, little piece of advice, and I'm sorry if you live in Florida, Florida sucks ass. Besides the fact that there's Disney World there, which we, we moved there and we lived in the Kissimmee area, which is basically disney World, yeah which is it's like living in lynn if you work in salem right, right. they're right next to each other and, <laughs> and i worked in disney world for a while too i had i worked at blockbuster and in disney steve world. did the point i well yeah that you had it's crazy disney world man i can go on yeah we'll do that, a podcast we'll do, about yeah, we should yeah, we'll, probably do it we'll do one episode called well
0: like, no no i have a shooting the shit with chippa okay. that i'm gonna start which is just an interview podcast oh okay so cool more free i haven't started that one yet but yeah. surprise so, surprise hey. i'm gonna do another
1: one <laughs> spoilers um, we can talk about other shit. Sure, but uh, um, yeah. So uh, Florida sucks ass. Don't go there. Anyway, well, don't uh, don't live there. Don't it's live. Fun there. to visit. Oh, Steve's yeah. whole family's from Florida, so so yeah. visit <laughs> v- visit Florida, which I hardly do. But visit it. Uh, go to Disney World. Ride some rides. Don't live there. Yeah. Ride uh, the rides. Yeah. Wow. I, I, was, I was like, hang I'm, out with Dumbo and Mickey. Don't go to Kissimmee. Yeah, no, stay away. Bad. Uh, But anyways, uh, to make a long story short, worked at the Florida Blockbuster. Things did not work out. Uh, I mean, as far as Blockbuster, things were fine there. Um, It's just Florida. Florida was awful. We had to come back, and I got transferred to the Woburn store. Which is where it Weren't you I used to living work. in Seabrook and working in Woburn? I was. I was living in. So, Seabrook is. Seabrook, in New, Hampshire. New Hampshire. And I would drive all the way to Woburn. Woburn, Massachusetts. Google map it sometimes. No, it's, that's like a 45 minute ride with no traffic. Yeah, uh, with no traffic. And I had to come down 93, and that. I mean. 95. You no, went down 93? I went, I went down 93. So you went 495 to 93? Four, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. It was, it was. That's fucking It was good. faster. Because that's the only way to beat the
0: traffic. Right. Oh. And, and
1: it was faster, but 93 was still backed up a lot of the time. Uh, as I
0: sometimes would gets. do, from Lowell, when I was working in Woburn, I would go down Route 38, just because of how bad 93 was. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings Steve through his entire time. Yeah. And now that blockbuster is a bank.
1: That Blockbuster is a bank now. So the
0: Woburn Blockbuster, the interesting thing about that is that was the district
1: headquarters. So they
0: had all of the people, loss prevention, all of the district managers, all at offices in the basement. So if you had a problem in that store, like Mike Terrio... The, Mike Terrio, the yeah. The district loss prevention guy who was an ex-Marine would come up out of the basement Which, magically and help you. But, yeah. yeah, and I don't
1: think he realized that, that I was the same Steve from before. No, because he was an awesome guy before. And he, he treated you like crap there. He yeah. was. Uh, Mike Terrio was actually a really nice guy. He was just was really just,
0: good at his job. He was very That's... good at his job. And
1: you know what? I may even be over-exaggerating. I may have... I may have... Uh, you know, if I had stayed at the Gloucester store... Loss prevention would have come in, and they would have done their investigation, and things would have been found out just fine. But like I said, I was going through a weird time in my life, and I was just like, I don't he, want to deal with this. Terryo was very good at his job. Terryo was—I mean, he was a like—I mean, he was ex-marine, ex-marine or
0: ex-ex-army. Yeah. He he was just really good, uh, and like. I and I had
1: never been uh, <laughs> on the
0: receiving end of his yeah, being good at his job. Yeah, yeah.
1: and and because it, it did happen once at the Salem store. uh, But he never called me in because I think they found whoever it was. Yeah,
0: getting interviewed by Mike Terrio in a loss prevention thing was, in retrospect, was impressive to see somebody that good. When you were going through it, it was horrifying. Yeah, it was real. It was horrifying. He was just very good at getting information. I mean, he came out of situations with people. And again, I'm speaking nothing but good things about this guy. Yeah, oh yeah. But he came out of situations with people that I didn't know. And we were pretty good at noticing when employees employees in Woburn that I had no idea were stealing from the company came up with written confessions with everything they stole. Right. It was unbelievable. The guy, and again, I don't think, I think he did it, it was all verbal. He was very good at getting people to admit to stuff. Right. And and again, the company had, had its issues having someone like him working for them was not one of them that was efficient good
1: management yeah on loss prevention yeah definitely um
0: the problem i always had with loss prevention and retail as a whole is that shrink by definition is employee theft and right. that's what they call theft
1: right and right. i
0: think that's wrong they blame the employees even if a customer is stealing it i get yeah. it but i just don't like the definition It yeah. it automatically puts young people right in the crosshairs of something that's not really their problem, right? Exactly. Like you need to train them better. Yeah. And but again, this this is corporate world as a whole. This right. is this is how it works. Um, so you went all the way through, which is awesome. Your entire time there, <laughs> no, that's great. I was going to do that after, and you went through it. it oh, perfect. Okay. No, no, right. I don't care. There's yeah. no, I don't. There's no words written here. This that's is all true. in Spanish. I mean, he's I he's mean, lying. There are words written. But We're drinking. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. To double back, Steve. Sure. When I started at Blockbuster with you, like I had said, you were the assistant store manager under Scott. Scott was the, uh, Paul was the other assistant store manager who you guys heard on the last podcast. And if you didn't, episode two is with Paul. Um, But I got hired. I was kind of hanging out in the store already. My brother had worked for the company It had since left and gone to Suncoast. Yep. And um, I knew all of you just by going there and, you know, I'd go and rent movies and hang out for a half hour, 45 minutes, shoot the shit. Yep. And um, they hired me and immediately we all hit it off. So working at the Salem store, like Steve and I just said, it was like a camaraderie. It was like a bunch of friends just hanging out. It didn't feel like work. You wanted to go to work. You were excited. Oh, I have a shift at six o'clock. I get to see Steve. Right. That means we're going to talk about, it, you know, um, thumb wars tonight because we just We just, we watched, just it, watched it. You know, or yep. we're going to um, set up <laughs> when we're going to go to, um, was it Iron Beard? Yeah. When we're the, gonna the, go the to Ironbeard and play yeah. Dodd Hack and said it was like a Catan with Jeremy
1: yeah. on the weekend. You know, th- this is this is it's, how this was. And it's I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but that's okay. it's funny that you say that like, oh, who am I closing with tonight? Because that's that's kinda what I was trying to get at is before, is that you you know, you you would go and check your schedule, but it wasn't like checking your schedule for a regular job. It was basically who am I going to hang out with? Today? Yeah, which friend do I get to see? Right. Oh, I haven't okay. seen
0: Steve since last weekend. Right. This is going to be great. Right. Or, man, me and Steve closed together last night, which means we get to talk about, you know, um, the, how shitty the Dungeons and Dragons movie was more. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to walk out. I, I, I even have written on here to give Steve shit about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Look, I will stand by that movie. I know you all. I'm just giving I you love crap. it.
1: Rent it. It's great. Can I give you crap? about well, you can't up? rent it. Can Let's I give you crap about Bounce, then? Look, I don't even think I ever saw a box. (laughs) You owned it. Did I? Yeah. What's Bounce even about? I don't, I don't know. It, I just know it, was it was a Ben Affleck, Affleck movie. I did. I had a big, huge crush on Ben Affleck. Hey, look, no, I, no, no stones throw.
0: Ben Affleck's dreamy dude. Listen,
1: and it was a heterosexual crush. <laughs> sure, it was. I just
0: <laughs> we were gonna I, actually make a big poster of Ben Affleck and hang it up at Steve's wedding actually, to let Steve's wife know that she was marrying both Steve and Ben. Affleck.
1: What was the What was the movie with him and
0: and Jennifer Lopez? Was that Bounce? No, that well, there were two. Right. There was Jersey
1: Girl, but they killed her. It wasn't Jersey Girl, I know that. And then there was Geely. That's the, the one. worst film ever I, made. I had actually gone home one night or one day after work, whatever. And I had photoshopped my face. I never, I don't think I ever brought it in. It was just a gag, but I photoshopped my face. On to Jennifer on, Lopez? On, on, to, on to Jennifer Lopez.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I don't think I ever I think it, that's anyone, the, it was pretty bad. I think that's the movie where they refer to... Um, sexual intercourse is basting the turkey. That's like their big it, line. It, it's like a big Ben Affleck-Lopez be. back and forth thing. where you going to baste my turkey tonight? It's like, like, oh my that. God, this yeah, yeah. is terrible. And that that's movie, another one I don't
1: think I ever it's saw. It's
0: so garbage. You should watch it. We should watch it and do a podcast about it. Um, anyway. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll stop giving Steve crap about his hetero life mate, yeah. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh, he's um, so dreamy. <laughs> because <laughs> because we did so much of that at blockbuster i, I got so, so, so much perfect. shit
1: for it and i don't really even know it was why. just for fun it I, I was know, just for fun i know,
0: I know it was. um I know. so so again we all hung out a lot together and yeah. i talked about this in the prior podcast but i want to go back to steve was part of the group we were all super into kevin smith as yeah. you are as being video store clerks so a couple of points about kevin smith um, first, we all went and saw Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I think Steve and Casey had seen it before we saw it.
1: Didn't yeah. you see it at Comic-Con? So, yeah, so f- I think there were two years that me and Casey went to Comic-Con. Bob's going this year, by the Is way. Is he really? That's movie Bob, by the way. If, um, uh, but, yeah, Bob's going. He's on two panels. That's awesome. At
0: Comic-Con, yeah. Uh,
1: so, yeah, we went and saw our, So, we went to a Comic-Con one year, and Kevin Smith was there promoting Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And <laughs> so we got to go listen to him talk... Um, and then later on, if you had paid like an extra 50 bucks or it might not even have been that much, you could go to a theater downtown and there was like a a screening of it, an early screening.
0: Yeah. You were the first people in the world. We we were like some of the
1: first people in the world to see it. And with him and Jay, I think in the theaters, which was so cool. Uh, and so. So, yeah, we had already seen it once. I
0: will die on the hill of that movie, by the way. There's a lot of hate towards it now. That movie, again, for someone that created a small cinematic, like, he, Kevin Smith with the Isk Universe had his own little Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? And by the time you get to that movie, he's just having fun. That movie is full cinematic masturbation, and we were sitting there ready to get our faces chizzed on, quite frankly. Yeah. and I, we went in the theater and saw it as a group. And my wife, who I was just dating at the time, yep. went with us. And then it played at Hollywood Hits. So we saw it after work at least seven or eight more times after we saw the, the it the group first time. The group of oh, us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't always everybody, but Steve was there damn near every time. And I remember seeing it in the theater with you. And this is... I wanted to talk about... And I'm just going to say one statement and you're going to laugh. I want to talk about the fart heard around the world, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so explain to the people... Um, how you um, made a gigantic crying laughing ass out of yourself S- in the theater S- at Danvers at the AMC which was Lowe's at the time in Danvers yeah. when we saw Jane, and, and Bob Strike Back but like in the strangely time. a packed theater. Yeah, yeah. That movie kept having plaque theaters even though it made no money. Yeah,
1: very strange. (laughs) I think we
0: were the only ones going to see it.
1: It might might have just been our group of friends, but we were just sitting so close together that it looked like a packed theater. I don't know. And there was no alcohol involved either, which was the funniest part. No, no, no. Inventories had alcohol, but other than that, we didn't really drink. No, not really. It was just
0: kind of Scott.
1: Yeah. But um, anyway, so the the fart heard around the world. Uh, So for those of you who haven't seen it, Uh, there's, the movie has this group of women in it that are supposed to be like, you know, master thieves. So there's a Mission Impossible riff. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and one of the women who who play in it is Elijah Dushku. And in the movie, she's kind of made out to be like the badass of the group. Yeah, and and so she, she kind of gives a... Don't eat breakfast sandwiches because they'll make you fart. Well, it was it was the fast food. Yeah, fast, the fast food. Girls don't eat Only fast skeevy food. Only Skivy Stoners fart. Yeah. And so, so during the heist in the movie... They can't make a sound. They can't make a sound. And there's this whole, like, laser grid thing that they have to work their way it's through. It's so
0: ridiculously over
1: the top. And so, yeah, it is very over the top. At Provasic. Instead of, like, you know, they're... They're not like sneaking through it. They're all like trying to one up each other, and so do they like do like, these, like Matrix style yeah, wall like cartwheels flips and cartwheels and all this stuff. And so she's doing her flips and cartwheels at the very end of it. She like does this pose and, and rips this rips monster fart. fart. What does it for me is the look. It's the face. <laughs> it's the, it's getting to me right now. As a matter
0: <laughs> of fact, whenever I watch it, I pause it and take a picture and send it to Steve the, the every time. The look
1: on her face. And I mean, this isn't just like, this is not your average. No, fart.
0: it's like this a, is, it's like a lip bite. Like, like she's
1: squeezing it out. Like it's, it, like she's and giving the birth. Sound effect and for whatever reason, the that little star
0: fuck was right. <laughs>
1: For that At that time, I don't know if we had seen it, it was it was the It must by, have been the third time, but it broke you. It, it broke. Just, I, he
0: fell forward. So in this theater where we were sitting, there's bars in the front instead of seats, and Steve fell forward and was like straddling the bars. Yeah. Belly laughing, and for a good five
1: minutes, Uncontrollable. could not stall.
0: And every time you'd sit back in your seat,
1: <laughs> Yeah. And I don't know why, and it still makes me laugh. To when this we day. watched it like, on your giant TV, yeah, yeah. Steve had oh, this, is this. Steve huge in TV. his in his
0: mum's basement had this. What was it, sixty inch? Probably those old like pre LED pre LCD. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't like you it wasn't it wasn't a flat. You'd panel. sit like <laughs> three feet from it, so we'd play like. GameCube yeah. games to understand when he roughly he got this TV. Because yeah. GameCube was the big thing. We played Rogue Squadron or Rogue oh, yeah. Leader or whatever it was. Yeah. On the... uh And you, you'd you sit... It was, like it you was could so see, close.
1: Like, we were so close. If we were playing Rogue Squadron, you might be able to see the pixels... Yeah, you could. That were on the nose of the X-Wing. Like, that's and, how close you sat.
0: And, um... <laughs>
1: It was so the most ridiculous. We thing.
0: watched this. We made sure we got a whole group. And we were on this couch. And there was like nine of us on this couch, just like Somehow. all crammed together. <laughs> and we watched just to make sure Steve would have the same reaction. And he did. Yeah. It was it wonderful.
1: Was, it was ridiculous. So that's the fart hurt around the world. That's the fart hurt around the
0: world. <laughs> all right. So also, so I talked before, there was a Denny's that's no longer there, dude. I
1: know. Right? That, well, it closed, it closed a, about few a few years, years ago. ago. Maybe a few years I think it was a few years ago. And be. they have that horrible like it, sign that says, We're so sorry we're, so we're, we're sorry. closed. Oh, that man. breaks my brain yeah
0: they they were awesome they treated us very well so most of their customership was either people that worked at Blockbuster or people going to Rocky Horror Picture show at Hollywood Hits yeah which is no longer open either it is no
1: longer there
0: yeah so anyway um Steve and Jeremy who again we're gonna have a podcast with Jeremy Jeremy is Jeremy is what Jeremy is the thing of legend. <laughs> yeah. J- J- Jeremy. Jeremy's an amazing dude. He and is. I can't wait to get him on this podcast. Jeremy and Steve closed a lot. Yeah. At Blockbuster together. Yeah. And even like when someone else would close, like if you had somewhere to be or had class in the morning like me, because I was in high school at the time <laughs> when I was working with you guys. Oh um, my God. Yeah, right? High school, 17 years old. That's... Jeremy and Steve would go to Denny's pretty much every time you closed. Oh, every time. And this was two or three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And... And Jeremy, Jeremy, he, he was, Jeremy was the best guy. And it's not like this is the kind of friend that would like mooch off of you and you felt bad about it. Like Jeremy honest was great to have around. So yeah. Okay. Jeremy would
1: kind of go, yeah, you know, you're going to get that, right? You're going to get that, right? Steve would
0: pay for Jeremy a lot. He
1: would, he would, um, he would oftentimes the bill would come and he would look at me and he'd go. Don't get cheap on me, Dotson. <laughs> don't get cheap on me, Dotson. Uh, and so you know, good. I Vladimir Ilyanov, <laughs> <Lenny>. <laughs> It's it's funny because I never once regretted any of that. Neither do um, I, and I had a I, big debt with him too. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. He just he has about ways him. of
0: making up for
1: it. He has ways he of emotionally no, making up for like, it. Even even to this day, he'll just show up and give me things. He shows like, up for my birthday. And we'll, like, have
0: a random gift that's, like... Yeah. For those of you listening, if any of you ever heard of the Megas, they're a band that does, like, Mega Man yeah. cover songs. He got a copy of the Mega Man X collection on the GameCube signed by them for me yeah. for my birthday. When He goes, oh, I went, like, six months ago and decided to get this for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, just not too long ago, he texted me. Uh, I was on the way home from work, and he's like, hey, are you home yet? And I'm like, no, I'm just on the way home. What's up? And, um... He's like, I, I got uh, a housewok because we, me and my wife, we just bought a house not too long. Right down the street ago. from me, hell yeah! yeah. Uh, and so, he's like, I got a, I got a housewarming gift I've been meaning to give you. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll stop by. And and, um, uh, you, if you don't know Jeremy, he, I mean, uh, it was like the middle of the afternoon, and he's like, just go into my car. I'll probably be asleep. That's Jeremy. That's Jeremy. And the thing is, and is if you think. Like,
0: there's friends you see all the time and then friends you don't see all the time. Jeremy, I haven't seen as much recently as I used to see Jeremy all the time. Yeah. Jeremy's the kind of guy that listens and he remembers things. Right. He knows exactly what you like and what you need at
1: any given time. And Don't ever show him your credit card. Don't ever
0: show him your credit card Because he'll remember that number. Oh, yeah. He'll never do anything with it. (laughs) Jeremy's in Mensa, actually. Legit. Legit. Uh, um, but sorry. yeah, so so he, he's anyway, probably
1: listening right now. <laughs> it's possible. So he had me stop at his house, and so I had my wife. My, me and my wife work together, so she's in the car. Hell and, yeah! And I'm like, here, Leah, just. Just get out of the car and, and, you know, grab whatever it is in the front seat of his car. Why don't
0: you get out of my car and go make sure Jeremy's
1: car isn't rigged with explosives? (laughs) No. Well, because for those of you who don't know Jerry, that is also a possibility. That is a huge possibility. But no, it was... laughing his ass off. It was more just due to the fact the way that I pulled up to his car. She was on that side. So she gets out and she's like... I see her face just drop and she's like, is this... Is all of this part of the gift? And I'm like, "Yeah, that's what do you Jeremy. mean all of this?" So she's like, "There's like four boxes here, and one of them is just this white box, and I don't know if it's part of it." So I text him real quick and just to make sure. I'm like, "I don't know. He said he was gonna be asleep, but no, he was awake, or at least he was in the middle of awake, a WoW raid, so half asleep, probably." And he's like, "He's like, uh, yeah, no, it's all, it's Take everything." It all. And I'm like. Okay, so and at this point I still hadn't even seen what it was. Mm. So she she pulls it out. I'm like, Yeah, it's it's everything. Just grab all of the stuff in the front seat. So she loads these four boxes into my car and it's this it's a it's a board game. Me and uh, we're all kind of big into board games as Steve,
0: well. Steve Steve was our dungeon master for yeah, a long I, period I, I, of time. I, yeah. Our as in everyone we're talking about on this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh and Are we
0: gonna get Jared
1: involved?
0: I gotta reach out to Green? Jared
1: Green. Yeah, he, yeah. He'd yeah, love he'd this. Anyway, love sorry this. for any anyway, tangent there for a minute. So uh <laughs> so she pulls these boxes out and it's the it's this game, it's this board game that was kick started it's based off the the show The Walking Dead <gasps> called No Sanctuary. It's so good. And you've played it? No, I've oh, seen it. Oh my I've God. seen it on yeah. the internet. And and so not only do I have the like base game, but he's Jeremy. Both of the expansions plus a third expansion or a yeah, third expansion. That was just in this plain white box because it was kickstarted. So I don't think I think this might have been like the prototype for it or something. I'm not really sure. But um, he has it. But but I have it now. And I mean, I'm I i do not know how much this could have possibly cost him. But I was just like, oh my god.
0: Yeah. He, thank you. This so, is Jeremy. And, and
1: like so, it doesn't matter that that I bought him breakfast. You know. No, it, and that, that's uh, the thing. It's a
0: gesture. Right, like the, you know, he'll show up for a game because night for a game night party with a game and go, "Hey, I just got this game. Um, we should play it." And we play it, and then he leaves and goes, "By the way, that's for you." Right? Do you know what I you mean? Know, it's or, like okay,
1: or, <laughs> or he'll leave stuff at your house because he knows that you know he's bought it and he knows that he he's knows not he's going gonna to play it anywhere without all else. these people. Yeah. So, so he and you're free to just use it, you know. Uh, and that's the kind of guy he's he's, he's he's the most generous person
0: I've ever met. And yeah. if you if again, those of you that might know Jeremy, he's Light Bunny, that's what he goes oh, as yeah, on, on the, the internet.
1: internet. Um he is I'm sure
0: he is probably the best person that I don't see as much as I should that I know. I love Jeremy
1: to death. And he's all he I used to joke with him back in the day that he's been to the end of the internet. Uh, he he is the internet. He, so there's, I'm there's sure. a good chance that someone listening to this right now when you said Light Bunny, is just like, oh, my God, I know Light yeah, Bunny. Yeah, of course. You know? I've, I didn't know Jeremy got out. I did a Light Bunny search a few
0: years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. And then Light Bunny comes to Canada. And there's pictures of him in, like, Canada hanging out with people yeah. that go,
1: Jeremy doesn't go out. Jeremy's doing karaoke. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> when did Jeremy do karaoke? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I don't regret that one bit. In fact, you know, then it came. And actually. Well, the, the joke the, is, though, that, you know, the debt he incurred to you.
0: Yes. As as um, Barney on Simpsons with most huh. tavern needed oh. to be calculated by yeah. NASA, right? And it, <laughs> I mean,
1: it probably did because we went out a lot, and uh, and it was always I, the French slam, J- the French slam, French slam scrambled,
0: scrambled. Um, what was it? Scrambled was always. What was the word they used? Same thing they did for the cheese fries, smothered and covered. Oh, smothered and covered. Che- eggs smothered and covered. Cheese fries smothered, covered. Extra order of cheese fries and a cherry diet coke. And a cherry diet coke because this... he's trying to watch his calorie intake.
1: So, so, and I mean this. In <laughs> and the... he did the hand gestures and oh, cherry yeah. diet coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean this, and the... Jeremy, if you're listening, I love you. Um, he knows. He knows that he was knows. his order every and, time. And, and
0: you were the Superbird. You were always going against Superbird, and you finally did. I once. did. Do, I did do it once, just just for the joke of ordering the Superbird. And Paul, even though he was a vegan, would always get like the breakfast with the sausages. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was his. That was yeah, his breaking was
1: like, edge night. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, and we used to spend hours at Denny's. Like we, we would,
0: would go at two and get like the sun would be coming up and we leave. Yeah. Well, it was. They had a table for us that. They too. had a table for us because we would.
1: What time? Blockbuster closed at midnight. Midnight. But then
0: it started closing at one for a while remember that fucked up thing when no one came in for an hour it was like oh great we're gonna boost our revenue yeah like we're gonna sell to the stoners
1: because harold and kumar just came out and and, and instead what would happen is that you get people dropping their movies off and then they'd be like they'd walk in and be like you guys are open yeah oh i guess i'll get ice cream no i guess i'll I'll get get ice cream. cream yeah and it's like why are we open at one o'clock? <laughs> it sucked, but um, it didn't last more than six months. No, it sucked. It, it probably didn't, and uh, yeah. So not that we weren't going to be there that late anyway, right? So, well, uh, but yeah, but even even in those, on those nights, we would be there till the sun came up. Sometimes, you know, if we didn't have to work the next morning or whatever, you clock out at like one or two in the morning, just hang out and shoot the shit. Yeah, and and uh, the waitresses there, I'm pretty sure they knew our names. Janine knew, was one of them. Yeah, Janine, Janine Solheim. Yeah. And she uh, and they would know our order too. Like they yeah, they know, know exactly what you when wanted. They
0: bring a carafe of Cherry Diet when yeah. Jeremy showed up. Yeah, a after a, fucking after carafe. a while, they
1: would do that. And, uh, I miss that. We Dennis had so much. So do I. And and the waitresses there were the nicest. At least it at, at, isn't. At is night. it so
0: weird to miss a Denny's?
1: It is. We're also
0: kind of gushing over a blockbuster, and we're gushing about
1: Denny's. That's true. Like if you want to talk
0: about the cardboard of both of those industries, my and God, yet we're what have gushing I done with my life you're you're a (laughs) it guy for a really good
1: company and so that's that's where i was i was saying so so i bought him i don't know how many breakfasts i don't know how much money i spent on him but nightly for four years easily but then uh five days a week for four years so then eight ten dollars nightly four years that's a couple grand it's a lot but so, so this this guy Jeremy uh, is the best guy. is the best guy, and I'm gonna he... call him right now while we're we'll on this <laughs> podcast. And at one point, he had actually paid for me to get my A plus certification, which is a certificate that you can get. Uh, it's for the IT industry. Basically, it, it equates um, uh, like a six month on the job training type thing. You go in, and you know, you take this course for six months. And you go to a job and you, you present them the certificate that, you know, basically says, look, I, I may not have ever worked in the industry, but I have this certificate. Um, and so it's like, it's not even that much money. At the time, anyways, I don't know how much it is now. It was uh, a couple grand. No, I don't think it was that You don't much. think so? No, I don't think. I think it might have only been a few hundred dollars, That's, to be honest. Okay. But, but look, because it's, it's not worth a whole lot. It's it's like it's I a said, shoe it's, in the door though. That's a good is, thing. But and I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think it was that much. Um, he would know because he
0: paid. He was also working at LogMeIn at the time. So no, who knows how much he was making? I Wasn't don't think he, he was
1: because he had just. Mm, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. He must have been working because he doesn't save money. That's that's true. He doesn't. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he had paid for me, and I I did eventually pay him back. Um, but. You know, that's the kind of guy he is. Like I, I was hard up on money. I wanted to take this, this, uh, this test, uh, so the the class as well, and he paid for it. Um, so thank you, Jeremy, if you're listening, um, because I'm I work in the IT industry now, and so I owe him that. You've been working in the IT
0: industry for a long time.
1: I have, yeah, ten. 10 years. Longer than
0: fucking Blockbuster. Yeah. I've been at my company for 10 years. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah, it's, it's that nuts. We're, and we don't have a goddamn thing to say about what we do now. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just a job. You know, it's just I,
1: a job. Um, go in, do my work, right. keep my head down.
0: So, we have Jeremy's, Denny's tab. Yeah. So then we might go back, actually, Ooh. to your yellow convertible Pontiac <laughs> Trans Am. <laughs> oh god right were you even thinking about talking about that
1: i wasn't i was hoping to avoid that so come on we'd get in that fucker and get up on
0: 128 and fly into denny's so oh shit i'd sit in the back seat because i was the only guy small enough to fit because your back seat was like toddler size and i'm not a small guy but so we're we're, we're all large gentlemen so (laughs) Look,
1: look up Look up. Uh, I forget what year it was. It was two thousand five. Yeah, or two thousand four. It might have been. Uh, it was two thousand four, two thousand five. It had the it's, fucking Firebird. It's, like so, it's the oh, look it up online. Six. It's the it was the last year they made the the, the, the Firebird Pontiac Pontiac went out and of business. And
0: Steve left work for a lunch break to test drive it.
1: Yeah. So so. I, I lived at home. I had no other bills besides, like, a cell phone. You lived in an awesome I, home yeah, with your great my, mom and awesome mom, grandma. My mom, um, I mean, I never had to pay her rent, you know. Um, with a fucking built-in pool. Yeah, yeah, in-ground pool and everything. Where I used um, to drink Mountain Dew and, and, and vodka. And we were by no means, like, rich or anything. But, no, but they just, you had a key piece of property yeah, with a yeah. really nice, in
0: Peabody. yeah. Yeah. PB, that would go for so much now.
1: Oh, yeah. That'd be yeah. huge bucks I mean, they, and, and, well, I was going to say, I was driving by it the other day, and they, the people who bought it, man, they've ruined that place. Yeah, I know, I was going to say yeah. the same thing, but I didn't want to bring it up. But, uh. It was a wonderful yeah. place to hang out. Yeah. And so, uh. so Even I, the
0: basement. Yeah.
1: Brown chicken, brown cow. So I would, so I had nothing, no bills, nothing. Yeah, so I went and test drove this thing, and, and, and look it up on, online, it was the. It was the last year they made them. It was the the 2005 Firebird uh, convertible with the WSD, I think, uh, package. Uh, It was sick. Beautiful. They only made a certain number of these things. And so, uh, yeah, so I went out on a lunch break, test drove the thing, loved it, ended up buying it. It was a lot of car. It was a lot of car. Yeah. Don't really know what else to really say about. No one working (laughs) at Blockbuster at
0: the time should ever have bought that car. No, no. But you did it,
1: and you had it for a while. I did. I had it for a few years. Three or four years, right? What ended up? I think you sold it when you guys got married. Yeah. So I got married, and the the car needed new tires. But the tires for these things were like a lot of money. No, I I think they were like six hundred each. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, and it was at the time it was out of my uh my price right i mean i just got married i wouldn't have been able to afford that now yeah so so i was like this this car's gotta go and i bought an suv okay
0: (laughs) so just like i did with paul because we have been talking for an hour which is awesome yeah um we have a really good story that we're going to do another podcast about which is all the weird shit that goes on in salem and the people coming into the Mm -hmm. salem store all right because i think we could do a whole 45 minutes oh easily easily so with that i'm going to ask steve as I do on every podcast, if you had an employee favorite that you were going to come up to the register with tonight to rent, what would it be? I mean, I think I think we know the answer to that. So say it, clerks. absolutely. fucking <laughs> loot
1: And so, talk about clerks, just a little bit, like what it means to you, uh, So what it means to us. So, my friend Casey uh, had shown me this movie. I gotta
0: get Casey on this fucking podcast, by if, the way. If you can. Yeah,
1: well, we'll see. But yeah. I gotta. Um, mm-hmm. And I fell in love with it instantly. <laughs> And uh, for a while there, I was like, ah, you know, maybe I could, uh, you know, because I, I have ideas, you know, um, I have a hard time fleshing them out, which is, but uh, also some of them we're going to work through here, but uh, we're going to do kick ass shit. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah. So for a while there, I was like, ah, I would love to, you know, write comic books or, you know, something along those lines. Um, and also, I mean, if anyone's seen Clerks, which I'm sure some of you have. Uh, you know that it that it hits home with anybody who's working in a retail environment. Um, just the the crazy customers that come in, the the you know lame the shit that you have to do every day just to get the store open or, or whatever closed, and just the weird stuff that happens throughout the day. So it and it, it was also it also reminds me of a time in my life that you know I can't ever go back to, but for that you know, hour and a half while I'm watching that movie, I'm right back there. Absolutely, Yeah. So
0: my recommendation, if Steve was to come up and rent Clerks, would be um, my favorite Kevin Smith film, which isn't going to be my employee favorites pick, but I think we're going to be all Kevin Smith tonight. Okay. But my favorite Kevin Smith film, which is Dogma.
1: Yep. Dogma's and great. Dogma,
0: there's just so many in-jokes. We used to put Dogma on in during inventories. We all knew all the lines. Yep. You know, Dogma is... I, I, I love Dogma because as, as someone who went to Catholic school for a long period of time, I get Kevin Smith's kind of lapsed Catholic idea. The guy definitely goes to church, he knows the Bible, he knows this, he knows that, but that movie kind of strips it all down. Yeah. It kind of strips it all down and goes, this is really fucking silly, let's poke fun at it, but yeah. also as an actual, if you follow the story... Plays out exactly how the Bible says it should play out. Right, right. Which I think is genius about that movie. Yeah. Um, I love it to death. I love that God's a woman. I love that God's Lannis Morissette. Yeah. yeah, Um. It's a great flick, so if you were to come up with Clarks, I'd make sure you saw Dogma. Yep. My pick, um, it's probably one of the lesser-loved Kevin Smith films, but it's the one I watched with Steve the most. Even more than Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back, and I think it's because of the comic book. Back to it is mall Mallrats. Mallrats. Um and Mallrats I know isn't one of the most loved Kevin Smith films is definitely him In kind his of cult follow him him kind of following more into the like teen comedy thing yeah. but Mallrats go back and watch it now Mallrats has him all over it Mallrats it, is wonderful yeah. Mallrats has so many great lines say would you like a chocolate covered pretzel yeah. like all this great stuff um it's a fucking schooner yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's just such a great movie and um I mean, me, me and Steve, my copy of Mallrats got stolen <laughs> be, because because me and my friends watched it so much. It got stolen in college. Oh, okay. But it had Stan Lee in it. I mean, yeah. Mallrats is a fucking great movie. Yeah, that might
1: have been the first Stan Lee cameo? It, it's actually the
0: first Kevin Smith movie I saw and the is first really? Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. Clerks, I saw second. I rented oh, okay. them both. Yeah. One. This was back in like 1996 yeah, or like whenever it was. Yeah. So, Steve, if I was to
1: rent Mallrats, <laughs> what would you come up with for a recommendation? I mean... I guess if if you were going to rent clerks and mall rats, yeah. then you've got to follow that up with Chasing Amy. Fuck yeah. Uh, you got to complete the Jersey trilogy. Even
0: though, even though I will say... That I think chasing Amy out of all Kevin Smith's movies, even though it's probably the best movie right it he is. made, it is has aged not necessarily the best in his outlook on like certain uh, things. It definitely has a younger like mid nineties guy outlook yeah. on like gay and lesbian type right. of things. Yeah. It's very kind of on the
1: nose again, but the movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it is good. Um, yeah, so I'd say Chasing Amy. And you know what? You might as well just rent Jay and Silent Bob. Well, that was going to be my original pick. <laughs> but then, you, yeah. It'll Jay and Silent
0: Bob Straight Back. If you are listening to this and haven't seen it, watch every movie he made up to that point. Watch Jay and Silent Bob Straight Back and then watch it again.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's genius. It's terrible and genius all at the same time. God. It's it's a director having so much fun with their material. And you know what? That's so what is, he continues um, to do now. So is... um um. Oh, fuck the name the Nazi s- sausage one
1: oh uh, what the hell's the name uh, of the movie shoot um, I'm gonna keep this
0: in because we have no idea so there yeah, was Tusk crazy, and then there Red, was Tusk Red State and, and the movie with the Broxies
1: and I haven't actually
0: seen it oh it's great you gotta so, see it it's, um, it's 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 as good as J.N.S.L. And, and Bob Strike Back it's the same thing the Bratzies.
1: Who? Uh, yoga Hosers. Yoga Hosers.
0: See Yoga Hosers. Because yeah. unless you're my brother, I'm talking directly to you, Movie Bob. Kevin Smith is still awesome. Yeah. Don't watch Tusk. No, fuck you. <laughs> Tusk is great.
1: <laughs> it's it's alright. Don't listen it's, to him. Tusk
0: Tusk is... Different. Watch Red State. But Red State is genius. Yeah. Red State's Academy Award level. Good. Yeah. I love yeah. Red State. Yeah. Tusk is different. Tusk. So is, is, is Yoga Hosers. <laughs> uh yeah. So is Yoga I, I'm <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, that we have more stories to tell. We're gonna record again because we've gone over a bit, but I expected to, so that's fine. Um again, um I hope you enjoy the Talkbuster podcast. This has been Steve, a guy I worked with. Um, I plan to have more guests on I hope you guys are enjoying this we're gonna reminisce about blockbuster and things involving blockbuster um, you can find me on patreon at patreon.com the Chippa. please send me money I need it um, <laughs> I also do the chipman brothers tangent with my brother movie Bob that's gonna keep going creating geeks with my wife Sarah we talk about things from our childhood that we want to share with our kids um, I'm at the chippa on Twitter Um and I have some other stuff coming down the pike. I hinted at um, shooting the shit with Chippo, which is going to be an interview show. I'm going to do that soon, and other things. Steve, do you have anything you want to plug? Any websites you like, or anything fun? Uh, Google.com, folks. Yes, to check and make sure
1: everything Steve and if I you, said was accurate. If you, yeah, if you, if you have any kind of search needs. Google. It's a it's a new Do you get paid by Google? I do. I okay, recipient. that's what I thought. No, I, I I've
0: never heard of rather. Google
1: before. Is it G O O or G O O you know, <laughs> they might own that domain. They do, Alright, <laughs> okay, that's enough. All right.
0: we, All we right. we can't spell. We can't add. Um, I also want to plug the Big Brown Chair. Um, They've been plugging me recently. They're run by a librarian friend of mine, who I went to college with. Um, He's awesome. He runs a movie site. I'll probably be posting some reviews on there for him soon. You should check them out. Again, that's thebigbrownchair.org. All other critics can sit on the floor. Um, Thank you for making it a talkbuster night or day or whenever the hell you're listening to this. And remember, please be kind, rewind. (laughs) Have a great night. Steve, you got anything to say? Good night. Oh, why?
1: (laughs) I love you all. Ooh, Steve loves you.